I'm Matt Man. And I'm Tommy Two Stars. And together we're the, the Deep Fried Geeks. Our weekly podcast for our movies, comics, TV shows, general geek news, food, something. Alright, anything new? No, no, not really. No. I mean, we're going to get into all the new stuff <laughs> that I'm doing, so it's not like I can be like, well, this and that, and then we'll talk about this in five minutes. Um, uh, nothing really too new with me either. Uh, we just, uh, what was it, last weekend or two, week, two weekends two. ago? It's been a while since we podcasted. We haven't those two really talked about anything in a while. Two weekends ago, well, so... Like be like Kevin Smith and I to tell you this story. I need to tell you this story. Yeah. But on free comic book day, Larry and I went to a little comic book shop. Poppin' comics. Poppin' comics. There you go. Shout out. Shout went out. to Poppin' comics and uh, it's storming outside. So if you hear thunder, yes, it's happening. I'm free. Thor is coming. I'm um, bringing storm. By Odin's beard. Uh, we're, uh, and we had a free comic book day, and they had some raffles, and so we entered a raffle. And we were able to win tickets to a local comic book convention. Yep. Uh, in Southwest Florida, uh, Fort Myers, technically mm-hmm. at the Lee Civic Center. Yep, yep, yep. So we went to SpaceCon. SpaceCon. And uh, this was what, their second year? Yeah, this was their second annual con. They had one last year. This was their second time they had one. Um, it was a good convention. It was overall. cute. It was fun. It yeah. was kind of small, but it was still had a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of cool boots and co- a good amount of cosplay. So we walked the floor. What well, we were there? What three, four hours? We probably yeah, walked three, the yeah. floor eight, nine times. Yeah, just in circles, walking out. And I think every time we walked the floor, we saw something new. Yeah, really. Um, a lot of stuff we were interested in too. A lot of people making cool things with 3D models. Good amount of artwork, some neat little like crafts. So there was cool stuff. Yeah, the the 3D model guy, he was called uh, 42 3D. If you want to check him out on Instagram, Wink. but his stuff was pretty cool. And he had like a big stormbreaker. He was raffling off, we which I was hoping one of us would win that. But I haven't heard didn't. nothing, so I'm betting we did win. So and a lot of other cool things. So he he was his homemade stuff was cool. Was there any other homemade tables we kind of? Like that was there was one I didn't catch the name Leviticus might have and they were making they were making custom bottle caps yeah so like that Nuka Cola caps and things like that yeah um, that was pretty neat I should that have brought all cool the business table. cards that I got yeah I don't know where all mine are um a lot of just, what was your favorite thing you think about the con like what did you like about being going to a small con like that. Well, I think because it was a smaller con, you could actually, like, interact with people a little better. So, like, you know, some bigger cons, you can't really, like, talk to the booth people very well because it's a lot of stuff going on. Versus yeah. we could actually, like, if we wanted to, we could stay in there. And we there's a few of them, people there that we kind of sat down to talk to. And, and you don't feel like you're in the way. So you yeah. can sit and interact and network exactly. with people. And... Well, we went to... Um... Megacon? Megacon. And even when Tatama Bay yeah. Comic Con was the same thing. You just can't stand and talk no, to people. There's, just, it's, there's a the lot way. of people. It, there's cosplayers everywhere. There's yeah. a lot of cosplayers at this con. It's a good amount, yeah. But it's not crazy like the other like the other ones where they take up the whole aisle and everybody's stopping to take mm-hmm. pictures. And, this one was more like a lot of teenagers just hanging out with each other in a corner. You have a lot of the cosplayers <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was a little weird. So I really like... The local feel. Like, that yeah. was my favorite thing is 
a lot of people were local people lived in the area. Yeah, so they, they they promoted a lot of local stuff too. Like there was a couple of comic book shops that, that I want to visit that I they kind of promoted while yeah. we were there. We did meet a local group of podcasters mm-hmm. too, which um, I know you said you haven't been able to check them out yet. Not quite yet. They have Thanks, throw me under the um, bus. The thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're really nice guys, though, yeah, right? They were. They were really cool guys. Um, they had a kind of a table set up, which I thought was interesting, with uh, what drew, attracted your attention were the Rubik's cubes. Yeah. So we sat, and uh, Levi and I were chatting with them, and you were just like delved into the Rubik's cube. And I thought it was funny because whenever I usually watch you with Rubik's cubes, usually you solve them in like seconds. Yeah, yeah. And you, I could two. tell you were definitely distracted. Yeah. I had to, re- <laughs> had to restart a few times because I was trying to listen. Yeah. Um, so, and they were gaining subscribers. It seems like they're definitely more active on their YouTube channel, probably. Yeah. Than they are um Well, they the do podcast. a lot of, like, obviously video stuff. So, they do, like, video game reviews, things like that. Things that are visual. So, that's yes. why. They do a lot of visual things. Um and, and their podcast is funny. I've listened to a couple episodes. They're definitely funny guys, but they're more um, they're more review based, and they're more like giving you quality of things and um, stuff like that. And then a lot of throwback stuff. So they do they release two podcasts a week. One is kind of like reviews, and they do the same thing we kind of do: talk about news, they talk about video games they're playing, they talk about tech. Um, but then they also go and they do a podcast a week where they talk about old school things. So one thing I listened to was uh, Schoolhouse Rock. So they did a whole episode about Schoolhouse <laughs> Rock. Cool. And that was pretty interesting. So if uh, they're called Gen X Grown Up. If yeah. you want to check them out, their YouTube channel is a lot of fun. Um, definitely a lot of cool They spend a lot of there. time editing their stuff, so it's actually very good quality and so I, rec- I, I, from what I did see, yes, it's they, pretty good stuff. They do edit their stuff a lot more than we do. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we definitely don't edit. We're just like, here it is, face, neck, and chest. <laughs> <laughs> just take it all. Take all the deep fried geeks. Oh my God. <laughs> take every bit uh, of it. Take the G-rated stuff. Take the X-rated stuff. stuff. <laughs> Get no G rated stuff. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> and then five minutes later, Bob. Fudge. I never cuss. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. <laughs> and I'm never sarcastic. Thanks to Gen X growing up for giving us shout outs on your, on your stuff, and we look forward to uh, seeing where the future holds. Right, Christopher Walken? You know, we never know what's going to happen. It could be spectacular. <laughs> Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can Find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. On our affiliate, Geeks Worldwide at the GWW.com. Or find us on our website, GenXGrownUp.com. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Bro.
Wow. All right. You think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> so, entertainment of the week. This is weird going back to our format. I know. We've been doing so long. Six, almost seven months later. Uh, what are you watching? Have you seen any good movies lately? Seen any? Uh, I've TV seen. Shows? I mean, I've seen like The Incredibles two. I saw that a couple weeks ago when okay. that came out. Uh, so tell me about that. So you went and saw it with a buddy. I saw it with Atomic Adam. Yeah. Okay, Atomic Adam. Oh, yeah. That's his official name. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> we're, we're, play, we're playing on some. Well, his, he's got a cool instant. His thing is uh, he's, he's the, the avocado, avocado jam. jam. He should just be so, known as the avocado jam. Hey, the, the AJ jam. Because his Instagram is pretty entertaining. Yeah, he's very smart, but he's a good friend. So you guys went down there and saw Incredibles too. Mm-hmm. Um, you so that was opening weekend. Pretty yeah, much, we saw it right? opening weekend. So we literally when we got to the theater, they're like, "All right, we're all sold out of these ones. This is the only one open." And I was like, "Okay, I want to see it. So fine, hook it up. Let's go." Do you know what it did opening weekend? I do not. I I'm bit. Um, I want to say it was like 192. Well, that's I'm, pretty good. I'm pull it up right here. Um, did better than actually. I think you're right because I feel like I saw something that said it did better than Justice League. I, I love how everything's being compared to Justice Poor League. Justice now. League. <laughs> 100 million. That's Joins the 100 million losers club. Really? No way. You had to have done more than a hundred million. Huh. Biggest box office opening ever. There we go. Yeah, that makes more sense. A hundred and eighty million biggest opening for an animated film. These Forbes get your act together. Which is huge. Um so yeah. I so one I haven't seen Incredibles two yet. I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. Well the thing I love about it is literally the entire theater, I think there's maybe two or three children. It was all oh, like adults really? my age. It was awesome. The thing I'm worried about now is I'm worried that I'm already too far behind for summer movies. <laughs> because now Jurassic World's out this weekend. Yeah, yeah I but see, I think at, at this point it would be a better time because you can go see the theater with like your family. There won't be that many people there. You can Good point. S- you won't Good be bothered. Point. So it kind of so the, without giving too many spoilers, give us a synopsis. Of so it. it literally picks up right where the first one ends up. So okay. the underminer attacks, they pick up right there with the attack scene. The whole the fight scene? Yeah. Nice. That's pretty cool. So the events of that fight is what kind of spurs the whole story of the movie. All the original voice actors and yep. everything? Everybody. Well, except for the the guy, the kid who did the voice of Dash because he's not a kid anymore. So they got a okay. new kid. But he sounds just like him. So they did a good job. But everybody else, same exact voice. Violet Craig, too? Craig, yep. Well, she was an adult when she did it, the first one. Okay. All right. So. And so then it kind of follows Miss Incredible. Yeah. Elastigirl. Elastigirl, yeah. It follows Elastigirl, and Elastigirl basically... They're so the, the main premise of the story is, technically in the first one, supers are still illegal and supposed right. to be in hiding. So that's the whole quand- like problem. And now they're problem, trying to bring supers is they're, Even though they're, they're all like a big family unit and they want to be heroes, they're still illegal and they have to give them a good name. So that's where the main story is, is Elastigirl's the forerunner and trying to make supers... Likeable again. Okay. All right. And so, um, did you like it? I liked. I it was great. There was only a few things that bugged me. Uh, There's a couple parts where they were trying to. They had a small little agenda they were pushing. I was like, all right, come on. And then there's a couple parts that yeah. didn't make sense to me, continuity wise. But I got over those fast because it was still 
Does it seem to you that Disney and Marvel Studios and even Star uh, Lucasfilm now, it seems like a lot of their movies are all really strong pushing liberal agendas. A little, yeah. Does it feel that way to you? It's a little terrifying because I hope that their movies don't come up become all about that about trying to do a point at because like and that was the last jedi a lot of people had issues with is mm-hmm. there was a lot of liberal agendas they pushed animal cruelty yeah and stuff like that right um but so it wasn't too much it didn't like take you not out too of much no it, it was a couple things like what well, i don't like that but then it okay. kind of got back into it and they had i heard the action scenes are pretty amazing they were very good action scenes like the first opening fight was awesome um. Then towards the end, they had the big, big mashups. Cause so not to be too spoilery, but they, the whole thing is because they're trying to make supers more recognizable. They bring supers from around the world. I did hear that. So there's like a lot of new faces, which is fun. So it makes the end. The end part was really cool, fun action scene with some new heroes. So they're kind of building their universe. A little. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're gonna keep going with it, but it'd be really neat. Okay. Because they didn't like end with like this new villain that's going to rise up like the last one did. It was an open ending, but it wasn't an open ending. Yeah. They could okay. continue if they wanted to. I know Brad Bird's not a big fan of doing sequels, but it was still very okay. good. All right. So you recommend seeing it? I do recommend it. Do you it. have to see it in the theater, you think? or In a way, yes. In a way, no. Because uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple cool scenes where they like take advantage of the surround sound. Okay. And so it's fun. And also, Jack-Jack steals the show. Jack. I heard that Jack Jack is Jack like Jack the star is of the amazing. Show for I sure. love I love Jack Jack in that movie. He is adorable and hilarious at the same time. Do you think you would rank it as one of your favorite Pixar movies now? Yes, it's de- oh it always was one of my top three. Star uh, Toy Story, Incredibles, and well, so this is Incredibles too. So where would yeah. where do you think you would put them in your top five? Maybe yeah, probably top yeah. five. Okay, well, maybe six. Because right. it's got Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 1, Incredibles. Oh, you like Toy Story 2 better than Toy Story mm-hmm. 1? I like that one a little better. Because that was a very Buzz Lightyear heavy. First, the it first was. one was more about Woody, because he was feeling left out because Buzz Lightyear stole the show. And then it was the other way around, Buzz had to save Woody. Yeah, that so. one was good. That was a good That was a good movie. Um, I have not seen any movies in a while. I don't yeah, remember. I think the last we saw was when we saw Infinity War. Is that the last movie you saw? Deadpool. Deadpool, right. Oh, yeah, you saw Deadpool. Yes. I saw Deadpool, too. I did see that, um, which was good. It was very hilarious. It was very, very funny. Very um, dirty, but very funny. And uh, spoilers are okay. I was really surprised by Juggernaut. Yeah. I didn't see Juggernaut being in it. I didn't either. I think it was great that they and kept that was, him a secret. I'm happy they kept that a secret, and that was a lot of fun. But I've been watching a lot of, um, a lot of TV on Netflix and Amazon. It kind of the, the one thing I've been watching um, a food show called Jamie Jamie and Jimmy's Food Cafe and okay. it's Jamie Oliver it's a British television show and this guy now they're a celebrity chef with their Jimmy they kind of open this food cafe but then celebrities come and they cook foods with them and oh, it's, okay. it's a lot of fun and it's cool. definitely a lot kind of goes down our road where we talk about food memories and, okay. and so they have the celebrity pick a food memory their favorite food memory and then they help them recreate that food okay that's fun yeah. and so it's fun and then they talk about food ways so like for instance like what what celebrities well last night i watched david tennant there was okay. a david tennant one it very british celebrities very, a lot of british celebrities okay, a lot of sense. british celebrities 
Um, Jack Whitehall, I okay. watched one. Um, the David Tennant one was when he was talking about when he was filming Casanova. Mm-hmm. He was in some different country, and he had this um, squid ink cuttlefish risotto that he said. He's usually not a seafood fan, but it changed his whole life with seafood. Okay. And so they helped him recreate that. And so it's a good show. If you like food shows, definitely check that out. That's on Netflix. But the main thing that I kind of finally have watched is we did get an Amazon Prime subscription. Yeah. And so I spent two days binge watching The Tick. Okay. Um, the thing that I like most about The Tick, you watched, you've seen I've it, seen right? It. Yeah, I've seen all of them. So I was a fan of the cartoon when I was a kid. Yeah. I really liked the cartoon. Very wacky, goofy humor. Like yeah. he's all over the place. And then when they came out and they did the series, Fox did the series mm-hmm. with Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton, thank you. I am the tick. Are you mad at me, Patrick, for forgetting your name? A little. You know, I'm a little disappointed with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when when I watched that, they only had like what three yeah, episodes. Yeah, got canceled in the first season. That I did see that a little. I wasn't too impressed with that. This, I was very impressed with. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought, they, and they still probably could, the thing that surprised me the most and that I didn't think I liked too much at the beginning, but as I played with it more, is they really teased a lot that the tick and everything was going to be all... In Arthur's head. In Arthur's head. Yeah. And I really thought they were going to go down that path. And, and my wife It would have been so pretty like, like dark if they yeah. kept that. Um, it was already dark as it is. It was very dark. I did enjoy that they were half-hour episodes. Mm-hmm. It made it very easy to binge watch. Because mm-hmm. technically it was only six hours of TV. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, the episodes were fun and wanting you to, wanting you to uh, leave with more. And then a lot of callbacks in the cartoon. Yeah. And the VLM and everything. And then... The guy with the tinfoil hat, tinfoil cap. Yeah, that's right, yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff like that. I really did like the guy who they had playing the tick. I was surprised that he was also the guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And um, and the voice for Darth Maul in the first movie. Oh, really? We talked about this before. We did talk about (laughs) this, I think. Yeah. Um, So I did... I did look, see that they are doing a season two. They are. So good. they did get Red Light for season two. It's supposed to come out next year. So I am looking forward to that. Um, you enjoyed it too? It was it was good. It was would fun. you watch the season two? You think? I would, yeah. I got to rewatch the first one again because it was like a. You, you when must have watched it right out. when it came it was, out. Yeah, because I saw the first that they released the first episode by itself as like a teaser. And I was like, what What happened? Where's the rest of them? And then they said the rest of it comes out at blah, blah, okay. blah. So I was like, ah, oh, darn it. So then it all came out, and then I watched it. It's definitely, definitely worth watching. For mm-hmm. sure. I sound like the Rain Man right there. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Watch. yeah, definitely watch. Yeah, go ahead, definitely watch. <laughs> yeah, it's a good. Yeah. So now I'm trying to convince. So I finished that. I think my wife's gonna watch it. I might rewatch it with her. And then now I need to convince myself whether or not I want to watch Luke Cage season two. Oh yeah, dang so it! So Luke Cage season two just came out a couple of days ago. Oh, Have you so watched far season behind. two of Jessica Jones yet? I haven't even finished Punisher yet. I'm halfway through. If that's wow. any consolation, so you haven't seen the Defenders then either. I watched Defenders. Defenders, Defenders was before, before that. Punisher. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about um, that too. But uh, I heard so far uh, the season two of Luke Cage is really good. Okay. I liked Luke Cage. Season 2 of Jessica Jones, not so much. Right, because it's like, why? It doesn't seem like they need it. They didn't need yeah. it. No. And they tried to give her backstory and bring her family into it. And yeah. it just. 
And that's what made the first season good is her PTSD and losing her family yeah. and the PTSD of her and Purple Man. Right. And so then they tried to bring Purple Man back into this, but in a weird way. And it just, it didn't work for me. Um, but I'm, I'm going to definitely see Luke Cage season two, if the only two shit on it and make fun of it with you. <laughs> uh. Um... Hey, and if you guys have seen Luke Cage Season 2 and you want to stay away from it or if you have any opinions, go ahead and share that with us uh, and let us know about that as well. All right, Tom. All right, Matt. Comic book pick of the week. Comic pick of the week. So when we were at... um, I didn't buy any comics today. You did not. We're going to talk about a Kickstarter campaign Mm -hmm. that we saw when we were at... Spacecom. Spacecom. And so there is a... uh, a local artist and guy who lives in the area. His name is uh, Chadwin Taylor, and Chadwin has created this um, a book, a graphic novel idea, and uh, it's a detective noir graphic novel miniseries set in a modern day dark age, the year 2000, uh, 2046. Um, the the book is called Veritas. You can check it out online right now. They have. Uh, they do have a preview um, little video that you can watch that kind of gives you a feel of what the book's about. But then he says, they also said they have a sample book, but I have, wasn't able to find the sample book online at all. But they are doing a Kickstarter uh, for it where you can go on there and kind of read about the, the, the book. So the goal is uh, to raise, for them to raise $5,000 to complete issue one and issue number two. Um, so it's uh, Veritas is a technorist at modern day dark age. A war hero, a hacker, a scientist, and revenge stricken brawler risks their lives to expose an ugly truth. So to me, it sounded it sounds a lot like V for Vendetta. A bit, That's yeah. kind of like the vibe I got, and when I watched the video as well. Um, so uh, basically, Chadwin is wanting to tell a story about advocacy and using. Um, shed shed light on dark issues in real life. Okay. And, and using this kind of uh, medium. Um, it seems like a cool book. Um, the thing that I thought was really interested, uh, interesting is issue one is really going to um, focus on PTSD and the effects of war. So if you saw at uh, SpaceCon when they were there, they, uh, they had a campaign in a a uh, not-for-profit organization there mm. called Miles of Smiles. Yeah, that's And right, it's a right. ranch. And this ranch basically is to offer equine-assisted like therapy yeah. to uh, war veterans. And so when Chadman and them were at the SpaceCon, they also raised money, oh, like $160, to benefit the oh, Miles good, of wow. Smiles. So I, I think he, I read somewhere, too, that some of the money um, is going to go back to that organization from the books and stuff as well. So there's a lot of different pledges on there you can help. But I think it's really cool and I want to make sure we support a local artist. Um, so you can go online. You can go on YouTube. They have some music on there that you can check out for, for the book coming out. Um, uh, the music they created is called The Ballad of Ben. That's It's a cool little like rap song. And then you can check out their Kickstarter video. As just kickstarter.com and then type in Veritas. That's V-E-R-I-T-A-S. Um, so it sounds like a really cool book. And especially if you're from the Florida area, I think 
it's a, a great to support a local artist yeah. um, and, and check this out. And when we were, so these are the guys when we were at the booth, we were, we were they had the video games. Yeah, stuff. so they were doing like a little video game yeah. one-on-one. You could play a dollar to play. It was fun. We had fun. We were playing NES Classic. So it was neat to kind of actually see that in person and then just get my butt whooped by Leviticus and Math Man. <laughs> We did beat you, didn't we? And usually we don't beat you at video games. That's too old um, school. I've moved up. What I think is cool about this Kickstarter program is uh, it's not, it's not much, and you can get the books. So, like for fifteen bucks, uh, you can get a PDF copy of the first issue and a printing copy of the first issue, and and help out the program. And then they have pledges all the way up to like two hundred fifty dollars too. Where you get like signed books, signed poster, PDF copies. You get a bunch of original music and stuff. So definitely do us a favor, check it out. Um, even just visit visit the Kickstarter program, check it out for Chadwin, and I'll uh, give their video a watch. And I'm sure the video on Kickstarter you can look on YouTube too if you just type in Veritas and mm-hmm. it pops up as well. Um, but I'll definitely go and uh, give give uh, Veritas some love. Food news. Food news. <laughs> Who knew about food news? Food news. Yum yum. Mom, yum 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 yum. In my belly. Yummy yummy yummy. Got food news in my tummy. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> so this is both of these news stories are kind of old. Uh the first thing I kind of wanted to talk about is a little sad. So we'll talk about it first and then transition. Um, Are you trying not to cry? I'm gonna try really hard not to cry because this actually. You can already if you're already at home, you could probably see where this is going. This actually upset me pretty bad, and I, and I struggled with this um, pretty hardcore for the first day or two, and then I had to just kind of process it. Uh, about two weeks ago, uh, Anthony Bourdain uh, passed away, um, committed suicide in France, I believe he was in. Uh, he was overseas, and. Uh, if, if you've ever been affected by suicide, it's definitely not a fun thing to go through and having loved ones or anybody else. So it's a thing that's near and dear to my heart. And I already, um, I've always for a long time been a Anthony Bourdain fan. I first got introduced to Anthony when he was doing his show on Food Network. Mm-hmm. And that was like his, a cook's tour. Yeah. And a cook's tour was his first show to came, come out. And it was very kind of low production. Oh, yeah. You um, showed me a couple episodes. There. But it was a, a great show, and it's when he first kind of got his start. So, And I think the thing I always related with Anthony so much is Anthony started at the bottom. Yeah. So he And he didn't get famous until he was in his 40s. Yeah. So he was a chef at a restaurant in New York, and he wrote a little article um and his mom bugged him to put it into the New York Times. Mm-hmm. So he contacted the New York Times... They ran the article, and then people contacted him to write a book. So then he wrote Kitchen Confidential, which was basically a book all about the um, restaurant scene in New York. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how he got a start. So for him to be in restaurants, and I've been in the industry for so long, and to see somebody like that who's just real, raw himself, um, was always just cool to see him on camera. And he didn't put on a front. Um, and he told you exactly how he felt. And if you were watching a show and he thought he tried some food and he thought it was fucking gross, he'd tell you that he thought it was gross. So it was just a lot of fun. If you've never watched any of his shows, 
you can I think they have a cook store and they have um, what's the new the CNN show? Uh, no reservations. Yeah. They have on on uh, Netflix. So you can definitely check that out if you if you're not familiar with Anthony Bourdain, you're definitely missing out. Um, so he's definitely going to be missed. Um, and so remember him by watching his shows and. Remember him by going out and trying new foods and new experiences and creating memories with food. And and if anything, you know, don't be afraid to travel. And that's kind of something he really kind of pushed in this show is get outside of your box and yeah. your boundaries and check that out. So remember, if you're ever feeling um, depressed or um, like you want to give up, you can always... Um, Dial suicide hotline number. Yeah, there's plenty of people out there who will who are willing to talk yeah, to you. And the, and the suicide hotline number is is all the time, and uh, they will be able to help you out. And it's 24 hours. It's com- completely free. So you know, um, don't um, don't make, ever think you have to do it alone. Yeah. Um. That number is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Um. So definitely call somebody and, and get some help. Uh, but Anthony Bourdain is definitely going to be missed, for sure. Very much so, yeah. Um, the other th- food news that rocked the globe... The globe. ...is a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, you, did you read about this and hear about this? I don't know what this is, so go ahead. IHOP. IHOP, yes, they changed course. their name. They did. So... <laughs> for so, whatever yeah, so reason. When it first came out, they basically said, we changed their name. And said that they're going to switch the P upside down into a B. So when I first read that, I was like, all right, so uh, International House of Breakfast. Yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense to me. Right, because I was thinking in this day and age and gluten allergies and people being healthy, yeah. they're going to get turned away from house pancakes. I was like, I'm all right with that. And then I clicked on the article and I was like, wait, wait a minute. Whoa, this, <laughs> this can't be right. So what did the B stand for? Burgers. Bur- <laughs> Have you ever gotten IHOP and got a burger? Maybe once. Really? I've no, actually, no. Not a burger. It was like a breakfast sandwich. A, a usually. breakfast sandwich. Or Last time we had that like Reuben on like King's Hawaiian. Oh, it was King's Hawaiian French Toast and, breakfast sandwich. Yeah, but it was, but it was still French toast. <laughs> I'm not going to have a burger at IHOP. IHOP is definitely not going to waffle house and having a burger or having like a patty melt or something. still a stretch. Yeah. Ah. Uh, in Waffle House, like, I'll go and brave steak and eggs, maybe. Yeah, but still breakfasty. Yeah. So when I read that they were changing it, Is it real? Because I read an, uh, something that claimed okay. that there was a rumor. Or so was it was a joke. It was real, and it's not a joke. It was a publicity stunt. Yeah. So it's a temporary name change on social media and their menus to advertise their summer burger campaign. Okay. So it's so not that a permanent thing. It was a temporary thing. But when it first came out, they didn't say it was temporary, which is yeah. genius. It's like... Because they got people talking. We, we need to hire them to do the advertising for Deep Fry Geeks. Yeah. <laughs> you mean Deep Fry... I don't know how we can flip the we G upside down. Salad Fresh Geeks. <laughs> kosher Fresh Geeks. Kosher Fresh Geeks. <laughs> KFG. KFG. <laughs> It already works at a level at some level. It's like KFC, KFG. It does Kentucky work. Kentucky Fried Geeks. Kentucky Fried Geeks, that's awesome. Um, 
We just get like a picture of the colonel where it says KFC and we draw a line through the C. <laughs> so it looks like a G and like a colonel with a beard. We just draw a scribble on a beard on the colonel. And those glasses we change to like big like black rim glasses. glasses. Perfect. Put a hat on them. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. There's our new campaign. Um, or if we were kosher, please don't sue. Or if we were kosher fried geeks, we could have a little Jewish guy with a big beard, big as beard, well. a yarmulke, <laughs> and some like Hebrew national dogs. It's kosher. It's kosher. <laughs> Put it in my yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have done food reviews and things, and I heard their burgers are amazing. Yeah. So uh, I'm thing, happy it's not a permanent. The thing I love about this whole thing was like the social media of other restaurants yes. just tearing them apart. That was great. And they were gold too. Wendy's kind of said Wendy's is always on point. Like whoever does Wendy's social media, that dude is just like the king of trolling. Yes. So Wendy's and Arby's are my favorite yeah. social medias. Arby's, um, we are the meats. I love their what I, like, what I like about Arby's is they're very geek centric. They are geek centric, and I love that. They'll um, make stuff out of the boxes that are geek stuff. Like, yes. I've saved a few pictures of the stuff they've done because I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like, they did a Ninja Turtles one and a Kingdom Hearts one. Mm-hmm. They had a lot. So, if you're a geek and you're not following Arby's on social media, you are totally missing out. Yeah. Um, so, when. Of course, I got videos <laughs> popping up here. So, um. Uh, Let's see here. So Burger okay. King, Burger King changed their name to Pancake King. As yeah, and they put like instead of the Whopper, they have like pancakes. So that was pretty funny. Um, White Castle said on Twitter, "We are excited to announce that we'll be switching our name to Pancake Castle." Yep. Um, Wendy's, who uh, is amazing at social media, it said, "Not really afraid of the burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard." Um. So just a lot. What a burger said. As much as we love our pancakes, we'd never change our name to What a Pancake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pop Tart said, "Dear Internet, thanks for everyone asking me, but this, but this, thanks for asking me this, but no, not every brand is having a dining crisis. So, so I'm gonna stick, stick to Pop Tarts. Moon Pie. We've worked really hard for like a hundred years to get people to remember our brand name. So if it's cool with everyone, we're just gonna stick with Moon Pie. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Oh, Chili said something. We usually don't throw shade, but seriously, that's what it was all. That's what all that was about. Here's a real burger for you. So you give a picture of burger. So um, that's good. That's funny. See, that's just. But knowing it's just like their their seasonal thing, they're just doing genius. Because when's the last time you heard people talk about IHOP on anywhere on a grand scale? <laughs> not, not at all. <laughs> Maybe if there's like Salmonella found it, I have. Yeah. And they didn't have to put commercials <laughs> out or nope. anything else. They just. We, everybody else did it for them. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, it was very inter- a very entertaining couple of days. Yeah. It was very true. Um, so, do, is there any other restaurants that you think should change their name to be recognized? I'm just trying to think like what items? other restaurants have changed their style. Like, for instance, if like Dairy Queen went to the Burger Queen. Yeah, <laughs> well they they were pushing the grill, the DQ. They the, always, the DQ, DQ grill, grill, yeah, which is awful. It's like cafeteria food, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> they just stick to their strengths, which is so blizzards bad, and man. ice cream. I'm not a Dairy Queen uh, 
girl fan. I, I, like I have to need. I have to like be in the mood for like chicken fingers or something because yeah. everything else can. Yeah, but. Well, stuff. Chili's, when you go to Chili's, you think fajitas. You don't fajitas normally, and, and margaritas. You right. don't normally think burgers. But they're always pushing the burger there, thing. Though, you yeah. have burgers? I always get, I always get fajitas at Chili's all yeah. the time. Well, for a while they had the, the what are they called? The smokehouse burgers or something with the thick okay. bacon on it. it was oh, like, yeah. It was like a quarter of an inch thick, and it was, it was amazing. Um, Arby's does subs sometimes. They, subs. they start doing they gyros, kinda, too. That kind of works, though. Deli meat, it's, sandwich yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, they had the au jus dipping one for a long time, so it's kind of like a sub. I love French dips. French dips are amazing. Are you get French now? <laughs> <laughs> dipping in my French? I don't know. I don't know what that was. Stick it in my au jus. <laughs> I'll stick it in your au jus. <laughs> yeah. Stick it in my au jus bowl. <laughs> and you thought we were G-rated. All right. Hey, Tom, guess what? What? Geek news. Oh, man. I'm sure that in all these months that we haven't done a regular format, we've missed so much so that much we've had to skip over gloss. About. And it, even for recent news, we're not going to talk about anything that groundbreaking. Probably not. Not that everybody um, already knows. Probably at this there's point. been a lot of new trailers that have come out. Mm-hmm. Stuff too. Um, the main thing I, I do want to talk about: comic book men. Yeah. Um, Comic Book Men, if you're not familiar with it, it was a TV show on AMC. and Highlighting the staff and friends of Kevin Smith's comic book shop in Red Bank, New Jersey. Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash. That's right. And it kind of got popular because it came on after The Walking Dead. Right. And uh, so it was on AMC. Walk, if you know Walking Dead, Walking Dead, Talking Dead, and then Comic Book Men. Good luck with more talking there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to pan out, though. So we can talk about that next. Uh, Because it kind of... It'll be a good segue. Um, But so Kevin Smith announced uh, on on his new Smodcast that after seven seasons, AMC decided to no longer carry them. So they had 97 episodes, believe it or not. That was 96. 96, 97. If you're throwing a specific number... (laughs) 96 episodes? Let's go with that. Um... Did you watch all the seasons? Have you watched them all? I've watched all seasons, like one, two, three, and most of four. Okay, all right. Um, so, I watched one sorry, and two. Sorry, it's kind of my fault, I guess. I watched one and two. I didn't watch three and four, but I watched. I purchased the newer ones on mm-hmm. Amazon. We need to cuddle, and, uh, cuddle up and watch them then. Yes, it's it's a great show. Um, it's really an underrated show. Cause it is, because like they have a lot of good stars. personalities, and they're fun, and they're just... Making fun of each other and all and supr- celebrity guests. I think if they put it on a different network, it could be and put it on prime time. I think it could be pretty popular, and I think they could even extend it to an hour because sometimes it'd be half an hour, it'd just be too short. Yeah, there's probably a lot they cut out, like a lot of just like goofy shenanigans. I think so. Yeah, some of it, you know, seems kind of staged. It's like very kind of set up, but there's a so lot they of call it. it a scripted television show. Yeah, so it's kind of what scripted they talk about reality, on podcast, semi scripted, whatever they call it. Is um. Is the scenarios would be scripted, but they wouldn't have di- they wouldn't have scripts. So yeah. their all their dialogue was their own dialogue. Okay. So the jokes and stuff and the conversations they would have that was all natural. But like, oh, let's have a race between Adam West and Kit, and or a Batmobile and Kit, or whatever, yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, all of a sudden, have this guest up with this special. 
Yeah. So, um, and so it started where they would just do like the counter sales, and people right. would come up, and they would like it show them asking for something to buy, or it would show them trying to sell them something. Right. They'd barter, and, they were... and then they would do little things, and then as time went on, every episode they'd have a guest. Yeah. Somewhere. They had Stan Lee on the show and Burt Ward and Adam West. Some of the recent ones had like Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter and Wonder Woman. Your favorite Lou Frigno. Hey guys, it's really nice to be here. A couple of men. I'm really happy. Thanks for having me. I was wondering if you have Spider Man 96. Why would he want Spider Man? He's an incredible Hulk for crying out loud. If you have Incredible Hulk number one, that's my favorite Incredible Hulk most. Stop. Uh, you're the impression guy. I know because I don't do offensive the, impressions. The only impressions I have are bad people. Rigno and well, not bad Trump. people. And, okay, I loved Comic Book Men. It's the greatest reality show ever, next to my reality show. Okay, it's called Life. My reality show my. is incredible. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, Celebrity Apprentice. All right. It's a great, great show. Celebrity uh, Vice President. I bring, <laughs> Kevin, a, I bring Kevin a Smith, sm- if you ever want to come on Celebrity Apprentice, let me know. I think it'd be funny if he did like Celebrity VP. <laughs> or it's just like celebrities are trying to be his Vice President. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like, Pence, you're doing great. You're my best friend. You're fired, But though. you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not in, you're not controversial enough, okay? You're not out there. Oh, what are you talking about? He is. <laughs> I mean, he's not as like say as controversial as like, like chef sessions, yeah. but you know, you're not putting kids in concentration camps, okay? Me and Sessions, we got this. <laughs> we're gonna bring controversy next to the highest rating president ever, best ratings. I just want to let you know that Lou Frigno does not support Donald Trump. I hate this because <laughs> he's such a cool, awesome guy. We he is such a cool him. dude. I was uh. <laughs> Have you seen the Funko Pop uh, Netflix? Yeah, I watched the documentary. It's awesome. When when he came on there and was talking, <laughs> my wife was with me. She's oh my god, you sound just like him. <laughs> yes, it's true. He's been hearing aids his whole life. Oh, that, and then I can do Ray Romano now too. Oh, really? No, 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 Deborah. Oh, Debra. oh no. that's what that impression yeah. is. Oh, no, Deborah. No. Yeah. What was it like? That's all I got going for There me. was, um, I think it was like Family Guy or something where it's like they had like Kermit the Frog, Ray Romano, and I yeah. want to say um, <laughs> someone else because they all have that kind of voice. Yeah. Like, they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> what are you talking about? I can't even get a word in edgewise. <laughs> Oh man! Um, so if you haven't seen Comic Book Man, make sure you check it out because it definitely it's uh, definitely a great show, fun show, a lot of a really lot show. of fun times, goofy. It's like us, except on TV. Yeah, and it's a bummer it's being canceled. But mm-hmm. hey, uh, have you been into a GameStop recently? I mean, I've been in there. I haven't bought. Well, I bought a PS4 a month and a half ago. Have you noticed that they're slowly kind of turning into? A geek store. They kind of are. They're like they're showcasing a lot more like vinyl pops. They have statues now, t-shirts, action figures, t-shirts, accessories. So they're not just games anymore. They're not. Um, So maybe they're going to have a name change. Geek Stop. (laughs) Geek Stop. That'd be actually pretty smart because they own Think Geek. GameStop owns Think Geek too. Do they really? Mm -hmm. They bought them. Oh, so that makes sense now then. 
So, like, if, for instance, I want to say in the in Orlando, whatever the center. GameStop bought Think Geek or Think Big Geek got bought GameStop. I'm pretty sure GameStop bought Think Geek. Okay. Because in the Orlando town, whatever mall, the big mall in Orlando, they have an actual Think Geek store, which is kind of like a GameStop. It's not really. There's no games. It's just uh, like okay. Think Geek statues, clothing, Neat. stuff so, like that. Okay. And it's, you can go to GameStop.com and go to Think Geek from there. Oh, interesting! I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so no surprise here, probably. Then for me, when I read this, I'm like, "Yo, that's a no-brainer." They're starting to sell comic books. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, which I thought uh, they kind of ran out that, and so they're getting in the comic book game. They're going to start slowly rolling out all their all their stores. Probably if you. I think it's a good thing for mm-hmm. GameStop. Not the greatest thing for uh, mom and pop brick and mortars. Yeah, but they're not. They're getting sparser as it is, especially to like places they're like online. Um, but the thing that's good about them though is the GameStop won't be able to create like live gaming and gay because a True. lot of the local like uh, comic book stores have turned into game shops too, where you can go and play, be a social event, you get board games, table, table games, D and D things like that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have that going for it still. But I thought Plus, that was like, kind of interesting. I think at a GameStop, well, I guess almost every GameStop I've been has been like this anyway. You don't really have that kind of interaction too much because it's supposed to be yeah. more a retail store. But almost every GameStop I've been in, there's just like people always shooting a breeze about geek stuff anyway. So it okay. makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's surprise, surprise, surprise. Tom surprise. Holland is uh, spoiling stuff left and right again. I feel like they did this on purpose. <laughs> this does feel a little on purpose. So. It feels like they're like. Oh, goofy Tom Holland's a goof. Oh, darn it. He Let's did it play again. It up and play up his boyish charm. What a ham. Wink, wink. <laughs> so Tom Spider Holland on his Instagram Spider posted ham. a picture, and it was like a screenshot of his script. It supposedly, quotation marks, accidentally released the title. Released yeah. the title. So what I think is interesting is we're getting the title for the new Spider-Man movie before we got the title for the new Infinity War movie. Yeah. It's interesting. Which also, if you've seen Infinity War, makes you wonder. Yeah. Um, What's the title, Tom? Do you remember? No. Far From Home. Far From Home. Which is interesting. So they could go several different routes with Mm -hmm. this. Um, Because some people suggest... Some things... I've heard of... Obviously, if you haven't seen Infinity War, um, turn off the podcast now. Yep, just positive. turn away and mute it and just be like, la, 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 stick fingers in your ear, la, 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 la. <laughs> I've heard some theories that said when everybody disappeared that they, uh, they go to a either universe. all go into the cell, soul stone, They're, they died, or they went into alternate universes. Okay. And so if they went into alternate universes, then you'd get Spider-Man going into an alternate universe with Because even Miles. the Spider-Verse, there's like where they've had that comic line where he's Travel to the different universes where there's different Spider-Men. Yeah. Like the Spider-Man Noir and 2099, things like that. And even where they bring in Miles Morales yeah. from the Ultimate Universe. I think it would be weird for them to do that when they're releasing the cartoon. Yeah, that's in true. In December where they're having him jump from Spider-Verse to Spider-Verse and yeah. stuff. Um, so we'll, we'll see, but I think it's a neat name. I think it's playful. Um, I really want an Avengers 4 name already. We gotta wait. I'm assuming maybe Ant-Man and Wasp or possibly Miss Captain Marvel. We'll release it. We'll, we'll say, like, mm-hmm. Ant-Man will return. And, and Avengers, blah. And Ant-Man and Wasp comes out... July... Uh, next week. I'm pretty sure, yeah. It's next yeah. weekend, I think. Um, 
July 4th weekend. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, Woo-woo! That's all I got. It's nice to kind of return to our old format. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I think... Uh, yeah, we should do a deep fried geek news. Deep fried news! <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're uh, doing. We're still going to finish Road to Infinity 4 eventually. Eventually. Um, At the, this rate, we'll probably finish when Infinity War 2 comes out. Yeah. And, <laughs> We only have two more movies left, and I think at this point we should do Infinity and Infinity War. Where did um, we stop? Spider Man. Spider Man. So we got Thor, Ragnarok, Ragnarok and, Black, and Panther? Black Panther. Okay, you were almost there. Um, did we do Guardians of the Galaxy two yet? Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We definitely did. Um, so we got Black Panther, Thor, Ragnarok, and I think we should do Infinity War too. At this but rate, yeah. the issue is, is that they're just so long to do, and they Very take long. up a lot of time, and they're tiring. So. I, I want to see people want us to do reviews. I think if people are interested in us doing more like commentary riff track stuff, it's fun. I would even be willing to do other movies. Yeah. But I think we need to do it like once a month and not <laughs> so many weeks in a row. So many weeks in a row. So I think if we kind of did an extra podcast, did a regular podcast and then threw an extra one in, that was a. But we could bank them up because if yeah. we banked up a bunch of riff tracks. We don't necessarily have... So if we just want to hang out and watch a new movie together, we could just do a riff track. Yes. Yeah. Of course we do. <laughs> um, I'd be here every day if I could. But if you can't get enough of us and want more Deep Fried Geeks, where, they, where can they find more stuff? Well, if you go on pretty much any social media format, you got Deep Fried Geeks on Facebook, at Deep Fried Geeks Instagram, Twitter. We're on yeah. iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. Yep, and you can subscribe to us pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast. Mm-hmm. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave us some reviews on iTunes. Watch us Leave eat us a bunch of pizza rolls on, on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, guess what? What? Keep calm and geek on. I love the deep fried geeks. Those are my favorite. Lou Finger. <laughs>